Today's stories. Kiraleaf's relationship to Russia is under scrutiny. Saskatchewan's mother labs received $1.8 million in federal funding. MEPs create working group focused on cannabis for personal use. And Celadon posts its first update since going public. Hi there, this is Pete with the Cannabis Daily Podcast. Now I'm here to update you on everything happening in the business of cannabis. Since 2017, Business of Cannabis has highlighted the companies, brands, people and trends driving the cannabis industry. And today's podcast is kind of special. It marks episode 500. Unbelievable. You know, we're really proud of the interviews, daily news shows, series and on-the-ground reporting that you can find across the 500 episodes now available. We'll actually be doing a rundown of our top 10 episodes over on our socials. So check those out on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram and feel free to share your favourite episodes with us. By the way, all of those episodes, the full archive, is available right now on your favourite podcast platform. Just scroll down the feed. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. 500 times. Let's get into today's story, shall we? First off, and Chairman Boris Jordan was quick to label the rumours that New Jersey-based MSO Curaleaf was going to be sanctioned after Russia invaded Ukraine as misinformation. But according to The Guardian, while the company was not subject to sanctions, Jordan's ties to some of Russia's most powerful individuals are undeniable. According to that report, Jordan was one of Russia's most well-known foreign investment bankers in the 90s and even said he once had a close relationship with Putin. Jordan chaired an insurance company backed by Roman Abramovich, who has been subject to sanctions. Abramovich associate Audrey Block is Curaleaf's second biggest shareholder. Louis Shelley, founder and executive director of the Terrorism Transnational Crime and Corruption Centre, said the potential flow of Russian money to US businesses like Curaleaf is worthy of scrutiny. Jordan's attorney, Victoria McAvedi, called the questions and rumours a broad fishing expedition. Boris Jordan is a native-born American of Russian and Ukrainian ancestry with business interests in the United States, Europe and Russia reads a statement from the lawyer. His sole business interest in Russia is a minority stake in the shares of a retail insurance company that serves middle-class customers. Today's second story, it's challenging raising capital in the cannabis industry these days, we all know that, but Saskatchewan-based cannabis nursery Mother Labs has secured $1.8 million in funding from a noteworthy source, the Canadian government, reports MJ Biz Daily. A number of government agencies are involved in funding various aspects of the industry, from business development to research. In the case of Mother Labs, Prairie's Economic Development Canada announced its investment in June. It's smart money and it will be truly helpful for us to grow and expand throughout the prairies and throughout Western Canada, said Brian Bain, the CEO. Our third story are members of the European Parliament, MEPs from Malta, Luxembourg, Czech Republic, Netherlands and Ireland have written an open letter urging more communication on cannabis for personal use among EU member states and to seriously consider legislative reform, reports Business Can. The MEPs represent a variety of political parties. 
Due to antiquated and unpredictable legalisation, citizens across the EU are often forced to turn to the illicit market, or worse still, imprisoned for possessing small amounts of cannabis for personal use, said the group. This does not reflect the level of freedom that's expected of our life in Europe. And finally, since going public on the alternative investments market four months ago, British-based Celadon Pharmaceuticals posted its first update in late June, reports Business Cab. According to CEO James Short, the company is focused on long-term success, using the campaign research trial which has begun onboarding patients to access markets abroad, working on registering with the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, planning to have its phase one cultivation space which will produce a couple of million pounds worth of product per year up and running by quarter one of next year planning to scale up to producing £20 million worth of product in Phase 2 and considering future M&A. Short said a major achievement would be signing a contract with the UK's National Health Service. I think it will happen, but I think it's a few years away because it's data-led. It's going to take us baby steps to do it, he said. Those are the stories we're watching today. You can join over 12,000 others and catch all these stories and more in your inbox every day at 7am with our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. Thanks for listening today and please hit follow or subscribe on your podcast app that you're listening to now and feel free to visit us at businessofcannabis.com as well as through our social channels, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. That way you'll never miss an update from Cannabis Daily. Thank you for listening today to episode 500. Where does the time go? It flies. I'll be back tomorrow for another episode of Cannabis Daily.